whatever it is when you're listening to this. This is Jeannie Cisco Meth. I want to talk to you today about 212 degrees. Why, you may ask. Well, um, quite some time ago, I purchased the book 212 Degrees from Simple Truths. And uh, Mac Anderson, if I remember correctly, was the writer. And um, I know he definitely owns the company. But again, it's simpletruths.com if you want to check it out. But this book, 212 Degrees, the extra degree, it's... Ah, it's phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. And I have the poster that hangs on my wall right here in my office. I'm looking at it right now. And if you think about it for a minute, um, 212 degrees is when you is when water turns into steam. And at 211 degrees, water is just hot. I'm going to read it to you. Okay, 212 degrees, the extra degree. At 211 degrees, water is hot. At 212 degrees, it boils. And with boiling water comes steam. And steam can power a locomotive. The one extra degree makes all the difference. And I'm sharing that with you today because it is absolutely true. In 2012, I made the decision to walk away from the classroom and create a platform from which to share my program, Bully Proofing You. It has grown and morphed and changed. And in a few weeks, actually a week, oh my goodness, a week and um, a day, (laughs) I will be sharing my message in front of over 2,000, sorry, 20,000 people at the Ralston Arena in Omaha, Nebraska. And when I think about that, I'm like, oh my gosh, it blows me away. Because five years ago, my largest audience was my classroom at an alternative high school here in Utah. But I've also had, (laughs) my largest audience to date is uh, 1,200 people. And I've also had audiences as small as three people. (laughs) So I look back at that journey and how many times when I was afraid, I did it anyways. I would, now I don't just, I didn't just go jump out. I, you know, I don't just jump. I always get advice. I take advice from others. I look to see what other successful people have done. I gather evidence, but at some point, you've got to jump. At some point, you've got to take action. I am a huge proponent of ready, fire, aim. (laughs) Because at some point, you have to pull, you have to jump, you have to go pull the trigger, as some people say. But I also am a huge proponent of education and getting ready to make the jump. You don't just go out and jump out of an airplane and hope that you can defy gravity. You've got to learn how to jump out of an airplane. You've got to make sure that your suit, your parachute is is packed properly. Wow, that was like a tongue twister. (laughs) You've got to make sure that you're ready to make the jump. But if you are using getting ready as an excuse to not make the jump, get someone who will push you. (laughs) Okay, Um, there are many, many Bible verses 
that I use. I know I've shared some of them with you before. I've shared Joshua 1.9. Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. You know, the Lord is with you. And then Jeremiah 29.11. For I know I the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to help you and grow you. And I know that's not exactly, but that's what he's saying. Plans to prosper you and give you hope. And then this morning, I found another one. You guys ready for this? Oh, Isaiah 30, 20, and 21. And I heard the voice. I was listening to K-Love Radio. Absolutely love it. Listen to it all the time. Positive, encouraging K-Love is their call sign. And I was listening to it, and um, the the speaker talked about a verse and read it. And he said it was Isaiah Isaiah thirty twenty one. But when by the time I had grabbed my Bible, I couldn't remember it. Yes, that that. Anyways, and so I um I read the whole chapter. I read all of Isaiah thirty, and I finally found the verse. Now the first part of Isaiah thirty talks about people um going to charlatans and kind of of schemers and and people um, who who are not connected and will give you bad advice. But then verse 20 and 21 talks about asking the Lord and how you will hear a small voice from behind telling you which way to go and what to do. And that's what I want to talk about a little bit today because I'm learning to trust the first voice that comes. <laughs> um over the past few years, I would hear the, the proper voice. I'd hear that answer, and then I'd get scared. And it would take me some time to reconvince myself or get more information or study. And it, it would, whenever I did what the Lord told me to do, it turned out beautifully. And when I doubted and didn't believe and got scared, right? That's when it took more time. That's when it was difficult. So I invite you to check out those verses. I also invite you to start listening to your intuition, to that still small voice. I also know that you have good in your heart. I know that you are are trying to do the best that you can to help others and yourself because that's the kind of people I attract to this podcast. That's the kind of people I attract to my events. People who are doing the best they can but need just a little bit of help going that extra degree, so to speak. And so I know that you will use this information for good to help yourself and others. And so when you ask that question, you'll be seeking in earnest. You'll be seeking to get better at helping others. So listen to the answer and then believe the answer, trust the answer. These last about eight or nine months, I have, as soon as I have gotten the answer, I have acted on it. And oh my goodness, the momentum that we have built in this business and in helping others. I feel so blessed. So, so blessed. But this weekend, I asked a question. I got my answer. um, And I got my answer Saturday. And by Sunday afternoon, I was starting to doubt myself. Thank goodness for all the motivational quotes and pictures I have hanging throughout my house and in my office because I 
I am now strong again. I remember, yep, I go with the first answer that comes. Because the first answer that comes for me, now I don't know about for you, but for me has proved correct. Now I also started listening and asking and seeking clear back in 2007. I made a very specific plan to start listening to what what was important to start asking, to start seeking that knowledge, and then listening. And so I invite you to do the same. Ask those questions, listen for the answers, and then take action. Then measure, monitor, and adjust. There have been many times when I have taken action that I don't know how it turned out. I remember I was driving home from work one day, and when I get in the car, I always set the intention to arrive quickly and safely at my destination. And as I was driving down the road, I got this feeling that I should turn left instead of continuing on the road, and I did it. Now, I have no idea what that did for me. I turned left, went a couple blocks, and then it said, okay, turn right. I turned right and went on on my way home. I have no idea what turning left did for me. But that wasn't, it may have saved me from a car accident. It may not have. The point here is that I had asked for protection, and then when that voice told me to turn left, I did without hesitation. That is how you build And listen to that still small voice. That's how you build your faith and your trust. That's how you go the extra degree. Is you ask for guidance. Oh my goodness, the world is full of of people that want to help you and support you. But so often, now I don't know if you're like me or not. (laughs) But I know in the past, so often, I would just try to do it myself. I want to do it myself. You know, I because I want to stand on top of that mountain and say, look at what I've done. And I didn't realize where I was at that point in my life until I was helping one of my students. One of my students came to me and, and he was really struggling and we were having a... Um, I would I would meet with my students during lunch and before school and after school. As I've, I've said, I worked at an alternative high. And so my students needed extra support and help. And those that seeked it out or seeked it came and asked for help. I'm not sure. I'm not an English teacher. <laughs> that would come and ask for help and say, Jeannie, I'm struggling with this. What advice do you have? I made available as much time as they needed. And so this one student and I were, were sitting in, in the office and he said, you know, he was telling me about how he was struggling, but how he, I said, okay, so why are you struggling so much? And he said, because I want to do it myself. I want to show everybody what I'm capable of. And man, like a flash, the light was right there in front of my eyes. And I said, his name, I said, you don't do anything by yourself. You cannot do anything in this world by yourself. You were born because someone else helped you be born. You were taken care of as a baby. You were loved. You were sheltered. Yeah, parents make mistakes. Yeah, you may have been raised by someone other than your parent. Yeah, I know everybody has a totally different upbringing. I get that. However, when you were a baby, you could not do it on your own. Why are you doing it now? 
There are so many people that want to help you and support you. There are so many people that love you and care for you. You just need to be open to it. You just need to look for it and ask for it. There are so many people who never ask because they don't want to be a burden. They don't want to cause a problem. They they don't feel worthy of it. I'm here today to tell you that if you take that extra effort, if you ask, not try and do it all yourself, that extra degree of effort many times is being humble enough to ask for help. And so I invite you today to go the extra degree, to get that steam created that can move your locomotive forward by asking people for help. Guess what? The first person you ask may not be able to help. When you ask, they have the right to say no. And don't take it personally. They've learned how to take care of themselves properly. There are so many people that say yes to something, but then are incapable of following through because they have not learned when to say no. And so if somebody says no to you, say thank you so much for being honest with me and upfront with me. I will find someone else because you can. There are tons of people. Go next door to a neighbor. Oh my goodness, so many people don't even interact with their neighbors anymore. I hope that you live in a community where neighbors still talk to one another, where neighbors still come over and enjoy a barbecue on the back porch. If you don't, I invite you to be the one that starts doing it. One thing that I would always do in my classroom would always have my students stand up and tell their strengths and what they needed help with. Why would I have them do that? Well, first of all, when you talk about what you're good at, then other people know what you can help them with. And if you list your your weaknesses, then people know how they can help you. Because we are a community. We are a family. We are a whole country, a globe, a world. We can all help one another. I absolutely believe that you can learn something from everyone. Sometimes it's what not to do. (laughs) But usually it is, how can I do this? Oh my goodness, YouTube. The how-to videos on YouTube. You can find anything there. And so there's help everywhere. There are so many people right now reaching out to you saying, I can help. All you've got to do is ask. Have the courage to ask for help today. Have the courage to expend that little extra effort. That one extra degree of effort makes all the difference. Get your locomotive moving forward with that steam. Or whatever whatever analogy you want to use. I just love that analogy. They also have a video that you can watch. I love simpletruths.com. They're motivational. I think I own just about every single one of their books and their movies. And many times when I'm feeling down or I'm feeling discouraged, I go to their videos. They're online. You can look at them. They lift me up. They help me. They inspire me. Um, One of my other ones that I really enjoy is you can't send a duck to Eagle School. And I've been building my team recently. My business has grown big enough that I can no longer do it all myself. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord, right? It's exactly where where you want to be, growing and and moving forward. And it, it helps me to remember that I need 
others in my life. But I need to be very selective about who I bring into my life. Don't just take anybody. You need to be selective. There are a lot of people out there who say they would love to help, but then are incapable of helping. So make sure you get references. Ask them for three to five people that have helped, that they have helped, or, um, you know, that, that they have worked with. If they can't do that, thank them very much for their time and their, their generosity, and then go find someone else. Because they you need people who are going to help you. You need people who are going to move you forward. You also, you can have that one person that is the naysayer. I'm helping, um, I have two best-selling books. I've started helping other people write their book. And there are so many other people out there that can help you write your book. Please, that's not what this is about. I'm not. Oh my goodness, I have a lady who's helping me write my next book who's just phenomenal. Um, M. Bridget Cook is her name. And if you want help writing a book, please don't come to me. Go to her. (laughs) But I have helped a few people and um, I was working with her her yesterday and helping her, you know, work on her book and write her book. And, and I, it, oh my goodness, her, her courage and her strength inspired me. We all have a story that needs to be heard. And whatever medium you choose to get that out in, maybe it's a podcast, maybe it's a newsletter, maybe it's talking at your church or the local Rotary Club or or a, a business meetup networking event. I, I don't know. There's so many out there. But you have a story to tell, and you can help others with your story. And so I invite you to have the courage today to start telling your story to others, to start helping others and accepting help. You have no idea what's around you. Maybe you have an idea, but when you start meeting your neighbors and you start talking to them, and I don't mean the the superficial, superficial fluff that so much of us use and talk about. I'm talking about getting into, hey, how did you do what you're doing? How did you make your relationship great? Or or how do you discipline your children? Or, you know, those questions. The day-to-day life that sometimes we struggle with, but we don't have to. Because there's so many people out there that can help and uplift us. So I invite you to reach out to someone else today and get some help. Reach out to me, Jeannie at JeannieSiscoMeth.com. That is my direct personal email. and um, Or you can go to my website, JeannieSiscoMeth.com or BullyproofingU, you, either one, whichever one. And so take a moment and reach out to someone and say, hey, I need some help. I'd love love to be of service to you in any way that I can. I want to thank you once again for joining me today. Go out and live your life at 212 degrees. Go out today and have courage to ask for help when you need it and courage to give help when someone else needs it. Thank you so much for joining me. Have an absolutely fabulous day. Have a magical, off-the-charts, exhilarating, phenomenal day. <laughs> (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me, and bye for now.